This is your friendly neighborhood author, Jonathan, and you are listening to Season 5 of the Floor Rejects Podcast, The Isle of Artemisia. Welcome back to the Floor Rejects Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood author, Jonathan. If you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, or if you've missed a few weeks and you need a refresher, every week I read to you a chapter from a story I'm working on. I know I missed last week, but that was not on purpose. Um, And then we discuss the chapter a little bit. So if you did miss last week, Uh, Basically, Barrett and Anaxos were hiding from the others, trying to get away from them. And they had a romantic rendezvous in a cave, and then they were caught. Uh, That's kind of where we left off the last chapter, was they were caught. So let's see where it goes from there. Chapter 26. In the light of day. The two look to each other, cowering in the cave. Barrett nods slowly, and knows that they're outmatched, assuming that there were a bunch of other people standing out there waiting for them. Anaxos looks coiled, like a snake ready to strike at Elliot, but when Barrett darts his eyes to the entrance, Anaxos relaxes and slowly moves to exit the cave. Barrett crawls out after him, squinting as his eyes adjust to the outside lighting. You thought she could get away that easily, Anaxos? Elliot asks, and Barrett shivers at the way the man's name rolls through the air. It was as if Elliot was spinning the name with his tongue as he said it. It was almost sensual. Elliot takes Barrett by the arm, pulling him close. Now, we have both of you. The question is, what do we do with you? He asks, and Anaxos moves towards the both of them. But Elliot jerks Barrett threateningly, grabbing him from behind by both biceps, holding him like a shield. Now, now, you two have been quite the troublesome pair. Nicholas, would you like to deal with your friend? Elliot asks, letting go of Barrett. Nick steps forward, a sinister look on his face. I'll take care of it, he says with a tight-lipped smile. He grabs Barrett and begins to march him away from the group. Anaxos moves to give chase, but three of the others grab him by the shoulders and neck and hold him still as slowly Barrett disappears into the woods. When Barrett loses sight of his lover, he turns to Nick, who hasn't said anything. You know we trusted you. He spits. Nick doesn't say a word. They continue to march in silence. The only sound in their ears is the crunching of leaves and the rustling of the forest. They walk for a long time before popping out onto the beach, nothing in sight other than the line of the forest and the sea. Stand back, Nick commands, tossing Barrett towards the edge of the water. He has no accent other than a slight European affect. Why? What are you going to do? Barrett asks as Nick reaches into his waistband. I'm stopping this. You've proven yourself unworthy of the island's gifts, so you must be dealt with, Nick says as he brandishes a rusty, dull-looking knife. He points it at Barrett, who steps back into the surf in fear. Nick, Nick, think about this. Just stop it, Barrett says, holding his hands out. Nick steps forward. He jabs towards Barrett, who steps swiftly out of the way. I can help you, Barrett squeaks as Nick swings again, catching and cutting Barrett's shirt. No, you can't. I have what I need here, Nick says calmly, backing Barrett farther into the water. It swirls around his knees now. What if I... What if I showed you where Anaxos hid the plant? Barrett suggests. 
Nick pauses. He still holds the blade out, but seems to be thinking. You know, if you bring the plant back, you might be able to get some credit with your group, Barrett suggests, his whole body trembling. A large wave knocks Barrett onto his hands and knees. He looks up at Nick. Nick smiles at him now, considering the idea. Yeah, you could take the plant back to the others and maybe Elliot won't be so smug then, Barrett sputters, trying to reason with Nick. He was grasping. He had no idea what the situation with the others was, but he could tell Elliot was the leader. He knew that Nick had problems with power and control as evident by the way that he had reacted when Barrett had rejected him. Nick looks down at Barrett, his eyes narrowed. You could show me where it is, he asks. Barrett nods. He was sure he could find the tree if he looked long enough. He was going to offer anything he could to get Nick to put the knife away. Nick does indeed pocket the blade and offers Barrett a hand. Barrett climbs up and looks to him. He had a question posed on his lips. What do you want in return? Nick asks. Barrett thinks for a moment. If you gain control of your group, if you let go of an Axos and I, Barrett says, knowing this was a risk. But he also knew that Nick was manipulative and clever. He would worm his way into the heads of the others, and Barrett may have a shot at getting free and clear of this insane group once and for all. Nick nods after a moment. He sticks out his hand. Baird shakes it, and Nick lets out an evil giggle. Where is it? he asks. And Barrett looks at him. Take me back to the cave, and I can track it from there, Barrett says, and Nick nods, walking down the beach. Barrett follows, and they track all the way down the beach back to the burned-out ruins of the hut. From there, they climb quietly and quickly through the forest until they arrive back at the cave. Nick looks at Barrett expectantly. Okay. We went this way, and it was a big dead tree. Follow me, Barrett says, walking in the general direction of the place Anaxos had buried the plant. He thought he remembered the area it was in. As they walk, he scans the area, looking for the tree, remembering it as clearly as he could. They pace and pace, and finally they stumble upon the tree, or what Barrett thought was the tree. He kneels at the base of it and begins to dig with his hands, but doesn't feel anything but earth. He digs and digs again, and as he gives up hope of it being the tree, he feels it, the spindly, soft fibers of the plant. It's here, Barrett says, stepping back to let Nick reach into the earth and pull the plant out. He thinks about sprinting away and trying to free himself, but he knew that that would doom Anaxos, and likely he would just be caught again. He stands and waits as Nick pulls strand after strand of the stringy, fuzzy plant from the dirt. It looks haggard, its root system shriveled, and its foliage pale and sad-looking. Nick gathers the plant up and motions for Barrett to follow. He leads them on a path back towards the encampment. You know, I wasn't always like this, Nick says behind himself as they walk. Barrett makes a disagreeable sound. I swear, the plant, it magnifies your feelings, and when you don't get it for a long time, you grow angry. He says, chewing on a bit of it absentmindedly. He hums happily. Then he stops and turns to Barrett. Then why isn't Naxos angry? Barrett asks. Nick shrugs. He probably is. He just hides it, Nick says. He smiles, flecks of the plant in his teeth. He leans forward to kiss Barrett, who rebuffs him and steps back. Seriously? Barrett asks. Nick looks at him with annoyance. Thought I would try. This plant makes me a little giddy he says, and again starts to walk towards the camp. You know, if I become leader of the camp, maybe you could stay. I like you, Nick says. 
Barrett doesn't say anything, not wanting to endanger his chances by outright denying the man. We're getting close, he says after a few minutes of wandering through the forest. Barrett pauses. What is the plan? he asks, and Nick turns to him. Follow my lead, Nick says, grabbing him by the waist and standing behind him. Barrett soon feels the tip of Nick's knife pointing into his back. Walk, the man commands, and together they waltz into the camp where all the others grow silent. Nick stands in the middle of the encampment, and Elliot comes walking out of a small hut, staring daggers at Barrett, who he'd obviously assumed dead. What are you doing here? Alive, Elliot asks. Nick steps out from behind him and unceremoniously dumps the plant of at Elliot's feet. He led me to them. I found the plants, Nick says, trying to put power into his voice. He falls just short of it. What do you want? A pat on the back? Elliot asks. Nick scoffs. Power, he says darkly, and the tip of the knife digs deeper into Barrett's back, who shivers. This was going to be messy. Okay. What do I like about this chapter? I like that it gets us somewhere. I like that it progresses quickly. We go from the others finding Baird and Anaxos to the others separating Baird and Anaxos to Baird pleading for his life to finding the hut burned out to the cave to the plant and then back to the encampment all before the chapter's over. I like that a lot happens in this chapter and it happens quickly. Now, if this was a fully fleshed out novel, like 100% done, edited, revised, added to, subtracted from, this chapter would probably be a bit longer. There'd be more conversation between the two characters. There would be more in the interim before they reach the hut, after they reach the cave, before they reach the encampment. But as an outline, as a general guide, as a rough draft, I think that this is a better chapter than what I've been writing. Um, I noticed I was a little bit better about words repeating uh, because I had a little longer to write this chapter. By the way, the reason I missed last week, I had uh, COVID. I got the cove. Um, it was not that bad, but it was bad enough on my voice that I knew I couldn't sit and read for 10 minutes straight and it not sound like a goblin. Um, so that's why I was gone last week. Uh, but I think that this chapter is good. I think that it's a good get you where you need to go type of chapter. You know, nothing crazy happens, nothing, nothing bad happens, but a deal is struck. Something happens. You know what I mean? It's not a fluff chapter. It's not one that you can just cut out extraneously and be done. Um, something important happens in this chapter, even if it's just Barrett cutting a deal with Nick. If it takes 12, 1400 words to get that done, then it gets done. Um, but I think that it's, better than kind of what we've been dealing with in the in the past couple chapters and that's that's on me you know i do my best with what i've got um uh, what else do i like about this chapter i like that nick drops all pretense of being greek i like that he drops all pretense of being who he was and now he's being honest about who he is and also expressing this interest in barrett and just not getting the hint um, and Barrett kind of having to dance around that and able to keep enable in order to keep himself safe um, and to try and get somewhere with freeing him and Anaxos. Now, I do have to figure out how this is going to play out 
in terms of Baird and Naxos getting free, possibly, um, and more importantly, how how it plays into the larger story. Um, because I'm flying by the seat of my pants at this point. I I haven't worked out full outlines for any of my stories ever, and I need to start doing that. I did do one for this story, and then it just kind of took on a mind of its own, and then I got really busy with war. It just, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. At this point, with this many chapters, the story should be almost done, and yet we're only at 75%, 60%. But I hear my heater kicking on because I forgot to turn it off, so let's call that the end of this episode. I'll be back when I'm back barring another COVID infection, hopefully next week, um, with a new chapter of this story. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, Thank you for coming back for another chapter. I hope that in the future I can write these chapters, sit down, review them, and then go over what I like about them in a little more depth. But I am trying to be a little bit kinder to myself in the meantime, and just kind of saying, here's what I do like. And the stuff that I don't like, I'm just going to leave it where it is and fix it in post. But either way, I appreciate you listening or watching however you're consuming this content. You can always tweet me at floorrejects or email me floorrejects at gmail.com and reach out. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you want me to change, what you don't want me to change, where you want the story to go, what you want to happen, what you would like to see more of or less of. Let me know. Anyways, I'm going to go now. I'll see you all later. Bye.